We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 200. Woo! Yay! Wait. Woo! This is... <laughs> what are you doing? What? What? Wait. Wait. What was that? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> He's literally showing a sheep screen. What? Corey, what are you doing over there? No, that's a goat. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> and this is oh, this is this I is. Lost it when I heard we barely screaming. started. I were to go off the rails. <laughs> this is our two hundredth episode. I'm Rando. I'm Corey, and I'm Sharon. And we are way uh, well. Okay, let me let me. In. <laughs> I was going to get these little party blowers. Uh, because it's our 200th episode, but the problem is I couldn't find them. But you know what? We all have phones, and Corey's got an I iPad. I mean, everything's a sound effect. Yeah, so so that's what we're doing. We're doing. Yeah, it's my it's it's my phone. What do you got? <laughs> I heard that. I lost it. It's the sheep from the Taylor Swift it's a sheep. video. Okay. Oh, this is going to be a fun podcast. Anyway, started yet. I borrowed that sheep from our buddy Matt Levingston. He uses that. Are you kidding? Video and effect in, in his buckets and board show. Oh, that's great. Taylor Swift also uses it. Really? Yeah, well, well, somebody used it in a Taylor. You Swift. know what? There, there's lots of goat sounds, so you could probably go to, to well, yeah. YouTube and find a goat sound so like that. that was anyway, <laughs> yes, this is our 200th episode. <laughs> we are having a great time. I've got a burp here in a minute. Thanks. I didn't want to burp in the microphone. <laughs> I just edited that out. I could have edited it, but you know what? Uh, whatever. Anyway, yeah, this is the Winter Returns edition. So this is... Uh, um, uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk oh, okay. about. Okay, mine was on the wrong side. I'm like, mine still says well, 199. All you do, well, see, okay, so I'm sorry, I had to that's a over. trick because now I'm recycling. I was like, um, yeah, you just turn we, on the other did, side. We did it rained fish last week. Yeah, it rained and it did rain fish last week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's been really nice. Uh, it's been in the 50s, it's been mostly sunny. We can't say clear, it's been mostly sunny. Uh, I played disc golf yesterday. I played disc golf today. A little chilly, a little it windy. It is cold in the morning. Uh, in the morning. So Now, kids are back to school, right? Yes. I don't know because I don't have kids. So. Well, they've... What, we did the math the other day. Our oldest had been to school two days since before Christmas. Since December 14th. Because they went back for two days and then they had a snow day. They had two snow days. Oh, that's right. They had a four-day weekend. Okay. Snow day. Oh, that's right. You know, Thursday. why did they do that? I don't know why they did that. Oh, well, it was definitely bad Thursday morning. That's when right. everybody yeah, was the, sliding the off first the road. Day. I think this is our guess. Theory. Theory. Theory, yeah. Okay, okay. That there are so many COVID cases in the area. 
Oh, and so many right. absences due to it that the school was like, you know what? Let's just make this a long weekend and see if we can get a few people over it. That's true. Plus, because, that's our theory. Because plus the some roads of those were, Rockaway Beach dirt but roads. Yes, Branson schools do spread way out, out so. way out there to Merriam Woods and Rockaway Beach. Oh, right, to right. where there's a lot of areas that don't get touched by a plow, and that's true. They probably were still slick. So, well, and and let's talk about what happened because that was so strange. We didn't get that much, but it completely. But I mean, disrupted. it was slick. It disrupted. And honestly, okay, they didn't call the schools here until school was supposed to be starting. Like, my son came and told me good goodbye. He always comes and kisses me and tells me he's going to the bus. Right. And literally, I heard the door shut and then my phone dinged, which I thought was him. Sometimes he'll text me. Oh, right. Say, love you, mom, or something. And I, I don't always look. Like, I'll look when I wake up. Like, I... Oh, sure. I picked up my phone and I was still like somewhat sleepy and confused and it said you know it was from Branson schools um school we will not have school and I had to think about what day it was it was like January <laughs> yeah 6th. like what I'm day like, is this now <laughs> I went wait wait that's that's today like we're not having school today I'm like he just went and got on the bus and I'm texting him really fast I'm like come back home school's canceled <laughs> please come back home and yeah I mean so here's the thing is the buses start running like their routes for further out like 620 630 oh, early oh yeah yeah. Because the high school starts at seven thirty, and they try to get them all there a little, you know, a little after seven, so right. they can have breakfast. So he leaves the house at six fifty-five. Oh wow! And I got the text at six fifty-six. No way! You mean literally? So he left the house, and then yeah. you got the oh and my gosh! And oh, thirty wow. minutes, like so, there were kids that were actually already on the bus. So my theory with that too is that the buses started running their routes and was like, "Hey, this stinks. We we are not. This is not safe. We need to." take these kids back home. Right. And so they were dropping kids back off and that's when they called school. Because they said the high school parking lot was already full of students that had drove themselves there. Well, yeah. It was after seven o'clock. Yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of strange that they did that because normally they cancel like at five. I know they get up really early, well, the snow but it wasn't doing anything. My then. thing is, I told Corey, I was like, did it had it just started? And they he's like, it started it. snowing here yeah. at 3 a.m. Rando didn't, and I didn't start talking about the new model runs until... We stayed up late, at, well after oh, midnight. Yeah. It's probably oh, one yeah. o'clock in the morning. I know Corey posted the last round at 1 a.m. Like, What's going on with the models? And uh, one forty-five, it went away. The advisory was issued. I was still awake for that. You so were still awake, yes. So I was kind of expecting the reason why I wanted to stay up because I knew it was coming down, uh, and I wanted schools to see it. Good, you know. No, that's good. But they didn't. Like at well, five a.m. But I like to, I, I wanted to see it. Early. I honestly yeah. didn't. I was like, "School's canceled for inclement weather." What? I had to get up and go look out the window. I'm like, "It's yeah. snowing." Well, well, here's the deal. I mean, th- this is why it didn't. I mean, it it kind of caught everybody. Even the weather service left it was sighted looking to originally miss because us. well, all of the models, all of them, the the wharf, the herd, the everything, up until midnight, weren't saying anything. And then all of a sudden, I was talking to our buddy uh, Garrett on, on Messenger or, and, and our, on our uh, Facebook page, and he's like, "You need to look at uh, the you know the her and the rap, and I'm, which is the rapid refresh model." And all of a sudden, it started saying, "Wait a minute, there's, they're going to bring a bunch of snow here." And I'm like, "Okay, that's one model at this point, but all the models don't update at the same time." And then all of a sudden, what was it? The the next one was what the Nam. Another one came in. And start saying the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? That is so wild. 
Well, it happens. It, it does happen because none of them said it. And, and if we were paying sudden- attention, each run of the uh, HRRR, the HER model, uh-huh. was trending further south with each run. That was. It was. And I thought, hmm, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, they entered the Winter Weather Advisory because they started seeing the trend. We always say, look at the trend. And then the National Weather Service and uh, all the area schools, including Branson and Springfield, they were like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I told That's you this is going to go off the rails. <laughs> well, and they, which they needed to do because yeah. we were getting pictures. <clears throat> Our road conditions group just lit up, which that's the reason we have it. So thank you to all the members. I think, what, 11,500? Are, are we up to 12 now? I mean, my gosh. Pretty close. I mean, I think the one that scared me is when I saw the bus off the road. Right. We've seen cop cars it, off the road. It's like, really? Well, that was the not funny, but kind of funny, because there was a, an ambulance off the road, and yeah. then a cop car slid into it off the road. <sighs> It's like, you know, when the emergency workers can't get to you. And well, that yeah. was something that we saw. Um, there's video of the snow plows sliding. down, oh, yeah. the, Like sliding sideways down the road. Like they couldn't well, even clear because they couldn't drive on them. But but here's the problem. And I mean, it's, it's like Corey said, it's a, it's a classic bait and switch of Mother Nature because if they, we know something is coming, they can pre-treat the road. Right. And if they pre-treat the road, that lowers the temperature, which would have been a great thing to do. But none of the models, nothing was saying that. Which is why, why I mean, weather burp? is weather, and you never know. Excuse me. i got to edit that out. <laughs> why am I burping? Don't know. I'm not drinking soda, anyway. But, yeah, nothing was saying that. And then if they had a chance, because the road crews are good if they know in advance to get out there. Now, once, <laughs> once everything started sliding and, like, falling apart... They got out, when, like you said, what they could, and like then treated, and then everything was fine. Uh, by a little afternoon, it was not bad. You could easily get to town. Yeah, yeah, but that until morning, then, though, no. And you know, and I grew up in Oklahoma, flat ground, you know, farmland. If it was a little bit of snow and ice, we could still get to school. Well, because, yeah, like a little, because yeah, it's, it's sure. flat road. Uh, you know, if you slide off, you're not going anywhere. You're going to slide into a curb. You're going to slide into a little tiny ditch. Yeah, no harm done, but. Here, oh yeah, you slide off the road, you're going down a cliff and never seen or heard from again. Yeah, you don't want that here. It was a slick snow, kind of what the skiers like. It was the fine powdery, very and tons, tons of tiny little flakes. Which that's what they talked about. The yeah, I mean that this high snow. I mean, Garen, we were talking about that last week. The high mm-hmm. snow ratio, and you know what? That makes you know, he total asked sense. for a snow day when he was here last week. And I know. Well, because when we, we recorded. When we recorded, there was no chance. There was no chance, and then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa! And so. our oldest actually called us. Our oldest uh, is with Western Taney County Fire, mm-hmm. and he called us around seven fifteen, seven thirty, something a.m. Yes, in the morning. Okay, and we didn't hear that. We didn't know he called. Like we oh, were still okay. kind of half asleep, and plus we got already gotten the call. The school's canceled, so you know, out we went. Right, and but he went into work. Like he knew, he saw what was going on and he was he was like I went in to start answering calls, and the calls because there were tons. Came. I mean, Western Taney oh County. Oh my gosh! You know, and and that's and that's why that's when our our road condition group just lit up. Yeah, I mean, everybody was so good at helping. There were a few stragglers, so I had to make a post. It's like, you know, they said, "Well, I look at Modot." It's like I didn't hear of any massive. <laughs> 
you know, horrible bad wrecks. I saw a lot of people no, just kind of sliding of slide into each other. Right. But, you know, pe- people say, well, here, here's the MoDOT, MoDOT app. Let's look at that. What peop- those people don't understand is the MoDOT app is great. But it only it covers it the time, highways, right? and yeah, it doesn't cover the side roads. So I had to make a post. It's like, okay, some people obviously don't know what this group is for, and I made it really nice, you know. But it's like, if if they want the MoDOT app, it's in the actual announcement at the beginning of the group. It's Kansas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Missouri. You could go there and get it. It's the major highways. It is. So if you want those little side roads and residential areas. Yeah. I mean, I think F Highway was just a mess. They closed it. They eventually just closed it. There was too many wrecks. And like I said, the salt trucks couldn't even get to them because they were sliding. So... Yeah, I, you know, and of course, Garen got a day and he got two days. He got two extra days. <laughs> That's awesome. And then it just warmed back up. So, so Corey, let's talk about uh, what's going on this weekend. Uh, you know what? <laughs> let's we talk were, about models. We, they were advertising on the models, a pretty good snow. They backed off on a little bit now, which we expected, right? Of course. I mean, closer. what were we at, like 15 inches at Well, one point? the GFS is getting, and I've always said this, the GFS gets so, gets their panties in a wad. They're like, oh, it's going to snow. Let's do 20 inches. No, it's not going to do that. And it just backs down and backs down. And, and that's the problem with the hypers because they say, ooh, they get that. So what, what were you at one point, what, 13 inches, Corey, the GFS? Yeah. And now it's down to normal. Even the NAM, I think, was that high. Wow. They've both backed down significantly, and I think it's taken to account maybe we're going to be a little warmer for that precipitation. Yeah. Well, um, I even saw some t- some TV personalities say there will be some melting going on. It's going to snow. Corey's been telling me all week to not get excited. He's like, don't get excited. I'm not seeing it. He's like, it's going to be too warm. Yeah. It, I mean, okay, and now, as of tonight, we have to stress – this is Wednesday. This event is going to happen overnight Friday into Saturday. So there is still a lot of things that can change. But what we see now, and it, you can correct me, but I looked at the forecast grid. Branson said the overnight low Friday night was 32 and the daytime high was 38 on Saturday. Okay, wait a minute. That's way above way freezing. too warm to... It's 39 now. It's 39 <laughs> Really? Here's I got the forecast. The latest oh, forecast good. was updated at uh, <coughs> know, not too long ago. Okay, Friday night showers likely after midnight. Showers, no, no rain, no uh, mention of snow there. Okay, Saturday rain and snow showers likely before one p.m. Then rain showers likely between one and five p.m. Then rain and snow showers likely after five p.m. So, so is the rain gonna? Just yeah, well, it's the like snow? If, if it rains and snows. Right. And if it's above freezing, there is going to be zero traffic issues. If it's above freezing, I have to keep saying that. If it's above Above freezing, freezing. we're not going to have traffic issues. However, if that temperature... a couple degrees. Well, yeah. I mean, even I start getting kind of like, yeah, when it's like 34. Right. Because people need to understand, they take the temperature at a two-meter... Which is six feet, basically. That's how high people are. That's how we perceive the temperature. But they're... Down by the ground. Down in the ground. That's why you can have frost when the temperature is 35. Because if there's no wind at the ground, it's probably 32 or 31. I mean, that's just I how mean, weather works. I wish works. we could get three or four inches, because I'd love to go sledding. But... Yeah. Well, I know. She wants to go sledding. 
we 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 went sledding last year and but I want to go sledding yeah. again this year. I mean that that I'm good for like no a good ten years now <laughs> no. because we that's, have. That's our sledding increments we've had in the past few years. We can't expect two snowy, but two sledding decade. snows. We have two little ones two that years. are at the perfect sledding age, and oh, I love it! Like that was the most fun I'd had, even with our older, because every well, age sure. can have fun sledding. So of course, that was something that you know, all the way from our twenty-three-year-old down to our four-year-old, we had a blast. Of course. Because, I mean... And you I, did video, and it looked like you guys were having so much it's fun. it's very rare that all seven of us get together and can do something that we all enjoy because yeah. of the age range. And, I mean, that was one of the most memorable days. And I guarantee right. you, like, our kids will never forget that day. So for this of one, I, I think it's going to be... It'll start picking up Highway 65, but really to the east, it's going to be a little bit more of a snow event than, than what we're having here. That makes sense. And that's that's kind of the trend they've been doing, they've been going on. And, and I want to stress also, and I've been saying this in our posts, this is kind of an atypical storm system. Because when you think of storms, either in spring or in winter or whatever, they're Mostly zonal, and when we say zonal, that means west to east or maybe southwest to northeast. You know, they go down in, you know, a typical winter storm would come on shore and go down to the four corners of Arizona, New Mexico, down around there, and then pick up moisture and then head into us, and that's when we get a big snow. This one is so different. It's on the, it's on like on the front edge of some kind of big cold front coming down from like, yeah, I mean, the main trajectory of this system is from North Dakota, okay, that's way up there, to like Illinois. It's, it's doing that. Isn't that strange? It's very strange. I, I don't get it. I mean, and I think that's why a lot of people are having trouble, like the, it, the authorities going, okay, this is... Probably the models too, though, not just people. Agreed. Uh, agreed, yeah, because they don't know. And didn't you tell me earlier uh, tonight, though, that now the models are kind of, they're all kind of getting a good consensus going on? Anywhere between one to three inches okay. on the models. Okay. Um, of course, that might still, I mean, we're still only on Wednesday. Yeah, we're three days out from this thing. So, you know, the only thing we can say is because we're recording it tonight. Just please keep watching our main page, and you know we'll share. If, if anything gets dicey road-wise, we'll share to the road conditions group. Let's just keep going. Keep going on that. Um, so, yeah, so the GFS, <laughs> that's why I, I, on the outlines, that G, GFS was going nuts. Yeah, like 50. Didn't you say Cape, it was showing Cape Girardeau at like 30 inches or something? <laughs> I don't remember which model that was. <laughs> it was one of them. Like, really? Yeah. But it wasn't with this system. There was another oh. system coming in next Saturday, I think. One of those that was picking up on two. Oh, real? Okay, now Not that's affecting new. us. That's news to me. Not oh. affecting us. Oh, okay. Like coming in. Probably I, won't I affect understand. anybody. Probably won't exist, but it was so far out. I didn't even count that. Nah. Yeah, two weeks out. Yeah. And the weird thing about this whole system, two weeks ago from tonight... The models, the the Canadian and the the GFS were both saying we're going to have rain this weekend. Then they backed off, and so we backed off too. And then the National Weather Service backed off and said, yeah, you know, partly cloudy, maybe some cloudy. And then about three or four days ago, the GFS was like, you know, and then the Canadian was like, 
you know, and then now look what we're doing. So the Canadians never been as on board as all the rest. That's true. And you, on we this have, one, we have Euro, the Euro now, which yeah. we, I like the Euro because it's generally pretty good. Now, what's the Euro saying? They're still saying in the two to three, four inches range. Right in to there. four? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you might, didn't you say you're going to, they're going to update in a second? Well, GFS is it's initializing now. I don't know. Okay. That the, makes the sense. It's almost probably 10. about due to initialize again. So we'll see okay. what they well, say. Well, maybe on the on the on the B block, we can go over there and see what's going on. Um, I did check the uh, GFS thermals, uh, which means the temperature output for long range. Of course, it's long range. But what we can do is, we always say we watch trends. So the trend is there's chunks of Arctic air in Canada that really kind of want to come down, but they kind of they're more going towards the Ohio, Indiana area. They'll come down, and then we'll get a little cold, uh, which is normal for this time, you know, 20s and 30s and 40s for highs, which is kind of typical for winter. And then it just slides off to the east. So the GFS goes out 384 hours, which is two and a half weeks. Is that two and a half weeks? And don't forget, they did an upgrade a year and oh, a half ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And up until then, the Euro outperformed the GFS in predicting winter weather, but not by much. It was just, they were close, but sometimes the Euro would even throw a weird storm in there that didn't exist, you know. But yeah, supposedly the, the GFS is much better now. We haven't really had any storms to compare it yet. I mean,. We need a longer period of time to, to oh, decide. Oh yeah, I mean, one season you can't right. Do, you can't uh, do that. But this is the second year they've they've done that. So we're hoping it's correct. I mean, I like having a normal winter. I don't mind having some snow. I really don't. But I would kind of like to know <laughs> what we're gonna have. And like I just said earlier, you know, if you get the typical system, stereotypical system that comes in. Or not stereotypical textbook. That's the term I want to use. Going into Arizona and then swinging up. That's a textbook system. This is very, very not textbook. So, um, something I wanted to add. Uh, we I only bring out occasionally, but uh, here you go. Yeah, it's the, the the pollen report. Juniper. I got to find out what is going on with juniper. Juniper is still out there. Does it go like all gear? Like, does it never die? I I know. I had a <laughs> I had an allergy it? headache this morning. I don't get headaches very often. Yeah. I'm not somebody that suffers from headaches, but when I do, like they're the kind that I can tell they're sinusy, like right behind my okay. eyeballs. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like my eyes hurt and they feel like they want to pop out of my head and like around my nose, everything just kind of feels funky, but. Yeah, I had a really bad headache this morning, and I don't get very often. I was like, what is going on? Well, it, and it's so weird because I'm fine, but if I forget to take my, my antihistamine pill, I start getting the itchy throat. It's like, I shouldn't be itchy. It's winter. It's winter. Everything should be Stuff dead. should be dead, especially with the temps, the teen temps we had last week. Uh, that's that's what I was thinking. You know, like everything else is dead. So juniper, Juniper, stop it. <laughs> but uh, the readings are low to medium. On uh, today through Friday, and then of course the big storm comes in, so nothing on Saturday and Sunday. So maybe Saturday and Sunday will be really, really good. So, 
Okay, well, it's time for the weather school, and with all this new winter precipitation coming up, this weather school uh, describes all sorts of types of winter precipitation and why it's kind of hard to predict uh, what it is. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Hey, it's snowing. No, wait, it's sleeting. I think. What's it doing out there? The type of winter precipitation varies quite a bit depending on where the freezing line is located in the atmosphere. Just a tiny change in altitude of the freezing line can make a huge difference in the type of precipitation that falls. Add in an inversion of warmer air, and we've got a complete mess, not to mention a forecasting nightmare. Let's take a look at the different types of winter precipitation and how it forms. Sleet is one type, often mistaken for hail. They are basically the same thing, frozen raindrops, but they are formed very differently. Hail is manufactured from a violent updraft in a thunderstorm. Water droplets are propelled upward at high speeds and freeze once they pass the freezing line way up in the atmosphere. The frozen raindrop then falls down into the warm layer, only to be propelled back up by the updraft. This up and down motion continues until the hailstone is too heavy to be supported by the updraft anymore, then it falls to the ground. If you dissect a hailstone, then you'll be able to see the layers the stone went through in order to form. Hailstones can range from small peas to the size of softballs, depending on the strength of the updraft. Sleet, on the other hand, forms much differently. Snowflakes in the mid to lower layers start to thaw as they fall to the ground, then refreeze, creating ice pellets or sleet. Sleet is generally the size of BBs and doesn't get much bigger. On very rare occurrences, a thunderstorm could form in the winter and we could get sleet and hail. Many times it's hard to tell the difference between the two, but if you look closely, then you'll be able to see the differences. Sleet will generally have an opaque appearance due to the snowflake melting into a raindrop and then refreezing into an ice pellet. Hail is normally harder and many times translucent. You can oftentimes see the rings in a hailstone, but sleet is generally one dimension. Freezing rain occurs when warm air in the low to mid levels melts any frozen precipitation into liquid. A shallow layer of much colder below freezing air at the surface is not enough for the raindrop to refreeze, thus it will hit the ground as liquid. And since the surface air is below freezing, then the liquid rain will form a glaze of ice on objects at the surface, which is what we call freezing rain. 
If this process continues over a long period of time, then it is considered an ice storm. Ice storms can cause incredible damage, bringing down trees and power lines and making travel virtually impossible. Grapple is an interesting thing. Grapple is formed when supercooled liquid water droplets freeze on a snowflake. It's usually smaller than hail, but will look white and sometimes confused with hail or sleet. To tell the difference between the two, pick it up. If it's softer and falls apart, then it's grapple. The best way I like to describe its appearance is like the cotton portion on a Q-tip. And finally, the most common type of winter precipitation is snow. A pretty frozen dendrite that falls from the sky. There are several kinds of snow, too. One kind is the simple prism. A simple prism is a hexagonal or six-sided snow crystal. These flat snow crystals look like small slivers of a pencil, though they can have ridges and other features. Simple prisms are the smallest of the snow crystal shapes and can't be seen by the naked eye. They are also the first stage of a snow crystal's growth. While some snowflakes keep this shape, others will grow branches and facets and take on other shapes. Stellar plates are flat snow crystals that have six arms stretching out from a hexagonal center. Snow crystals' shapes are partly determined by temperature. These crystals form when the temperature is between 5 and 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Needles are an interesting type of snow crystal. These are, as the name implies, small, thin crystals that resemble needles. They start as flat, long crystals, but as the temperature gets colder, they become three-dimensional needle crystals. Stellared dendrites get their name from the word dendritic, which means tree-like. These snow crystals are what you probably picture when you think of a snowflake. Stellar dendrite snow crystals have branches stretching from the center, and the six branches can also have branches. Fern-like stellar dendrites have six branches that look like the branches of a fern plant. If you've ever experienced powder snow while skiing, you have experienced these fern-like stellar dendrites. These snow crystals can also be seen with a magnifying glass, as they are usually around 5 millimeters in length. Wow, that's a lot of information on winter precipitation. Whether it's snow, sleet, freezing rain, or grapple, you'll now be able to identify the different types and impress your friends. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. Wow. It's our 200th episode. Yay. Yeah, that was okay. so amazing. Yeah, I know. I learned so much. Yes. Well, I think it's almost time for the next segment. Well, I, got, I, got, I got some breaking news. <laughs> I got, what? <laughs> what? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Corey, 
You got some breaking news. Lay it on us. No, I don't. It's you just, can't turn it's just another model run. Oh, okay. Well, oh, what? Okay, so updating. So it is Update. 10 10. Uh, well, currently, the GFS okay. on the uh, latest run has the bulk of the heavy snow sliding down into uh, Arkansas, believe it or not. <gasps> wow. Sliding right past us. Uh, Mountain Home. <laughs> Pretty much. They have them at seven inches. Wow. And. Uh, I'm I'm looking at a, at a northeastern Arkansas. They have it at 17 inches now. I think that's way over. <laughs> 17 inches. Well, they had 30 inches. <laughs> but something they didn't have before is uh, northern Missouri, eight and nine inches, and a big chunk of it too. Joplin's wow. at two inches. Branson's right around three to four inches. On oh, here. three to four. Okay. So, so we'll get half that. <laughs> It'll change in four, five, uh, six hours. Yeah. I mean, the GFS updates every six hours. And again, we're recording this podcast Wednesday. It's a little after 10. Things are going to change. So this is what we like to do. Corey, it, Corey's checking it. I think Rando and I are in a little bit of agreement on the temperatures. Yeah. Totally. 100%. And, you know, more often than not, that's the issue when we... Uh, and we're not, we don't get on there and hype snow. No. But people will still get on there and say, oh, you guys said it was going to snow. You guys didn't. No, we never said that. No. So the temperatures are going to be on the wrong side for snow. We'll still get some snow they, flakes. They really are. We'll still get some snow. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. I think it's going to be snow rain at least. Yes. Yeah. And it might be a mess for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be a lasting as of now. Right, as of tonight, and something happens, and those temperatures come down, <laughs> or those temperatures yeah. come down before the the rain moves out. Yeah, and you something know. we have to stress. I think I said this in the A block, but I'm going to really stress it now. The storm in question is not even on shore yet. The storm in question, they're watching in the Pacific we Ocean. Should, we right should now. record you saying that because we have to say it every system. Right, every time, and I always say the same thing. Right now, it can't be sampled by the upper air network. It'll be coming on shore soon. Yeah. Do you, do you see where the actual low is right now? By not chance? on here. I'm just okay. in Missouri, but okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, because it's not on shore. It will be coming on. I think tomorrow is when it's actually coming on shore. So when it does that, then all these National Weather Service, when we send up the balloons, we talk about sending up the weather balloons to analyze the atmosphere. That's when we're really going to start seeing stuff. Speaking of weather balloons, okay, you may or may not know this, and this is part of my in other news. Actually, okay. it's not, but I just remember seeing it yesterday. So it's time so for I'm in other news. So Corey, this, what you got? I'm throwing this in. <laughs> yeah, the National Weather Service office in Norman, Oklahoma. They they converted their uh, their weather balloon technology from uh, helium to hydrogen or hydrogen to helium. One of those two. They went from my one to the other. My guess would be helium to hydrogen. My yeah. guess. My guess. But they had to redo their whole system to support that. And oh. did you know that the NWS Norman they have not sent up a weather balloon since. March or April of 2021. So last year. April of last year. They haven't until yesterday. Yesterday was their first one that they've sent up in how many months is that? Almost a year. It's, we're getting close to the outside. Because like now they're totally converted. They had to build new construction. Oh, because they were doing the conversion Correct. process. Oh. So now they okay. sent their first weather balloon up yesterday, which kind of blew my mind. 
I didn't know construction would. I mean, out of all the National Weather Service offices in the country, I don't know Norman's huge for. Well, it it, it is. I mean, that's what the Storm Prediction Center right. is. But Oklahoma City NWS is right there. Which is basically Norman. Oh, is yeah, yeah. I mean, are, 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 is it the same? Yeah. I mean, at the SPC Storm Prediction Center is in Norman. I think they're in the same building. Basically. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're they're close together. I'll tell you. Okay. That. Okay. Because I'll tell you that. well, because I know that helium. There's been talk they're running out of helium. Yeah, I've heard that story which for is a long time. Kind of weird. I mean, how do you? Seriously, I don't know. How do you run out of helium? Do you, is it expendable? Because hydrogen and Could you just make more. It's a well, it's, it's an, an element, element from the earth, right? Right. So no, you can't make it. I think once it's out, it's out. But hydrogen, I mean, there's abundant hydrogen, and nitrogen yeah. is way abundant. But are we going to have a weather balloon Hindenburg accident where it just bursts into flames? We it's don't want very. That. Flammable. We right? don't want that. You want hydrogen or helium? Hydrogen. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And hydrogen is lighter than helium, right? Hydrogen is number one. I assume. Th- see, this is why I never went to school for meteorology, because I don't, I don't know chemistry. <laughs> I find it all fascinating. Oh, it's very fascinating. I just don't have any clue what, what it is. But Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about the biggie. In other news, uh, today is the 15th anniversary of the devastating ice storm of 2007. Ooh. Yeah, this is th- this is a biggie. And I remember, I'm going to reminisce just a little bit. Um, I That night, I was playing a uh, remembrance uh, thing at uh, Springfield Little Theater. I remember that. And I heard it start sleeting and raining, and I thought, you know, I probably really need to get back to spring to, to, to Branson. And I kept hearing it getting harder and harder. I mean, it's Springfield Theater, so you, you know, there's it's metal, so that, you can hear it. Is that the Landers? The Landers, right? The Landers Theater. And they were all like, okay, because we knew there was going to be, you know, like winter weather coming. And so they said, that's good, because I think the thing started at like 6.30, and it was 8 o'clock at this time. It's like, I, I kind of want to go, because I want to get back. Because Karen, you know, I just want to get back. So I left. When I left, that's when the beginning of Armageddon was actually starting. <laughs> no, seriously. Because oh, yeah, I, I, was, I was driving, and people were starting to slip and slide. It's like, oh, just let me get Let me get home. Let me get home. I was I went to National Street because the Springfield Theater is between Grant and National, if you know Springfield. <laughs> and I was going south on National and when I was approaching Battlefield I could hear and see limbs start crackling on my left and right side. I thought I have got to get out of here. I mean, I didn't I don't, I don't remember the temperature but it was below freezing and it was raining hard. I don't remember it. Coming. Like, I don't oh, remember it. I, do. I just remember it being here. Right. I don't remember the process of it getting well, it didn't here. Get, it didn't get down here so much. That's, See, that's true. The thing. We no, didn't it was get fine. it near as bad. No, no. That, that, 2007, that's true. we were new Bransonites. In two, really? In 2007? We had moved here oh, wow. in summer of 2006. 
Okay. So this would have been our first Ooh, winter. Six living. months. We, it was our first Ooh. winter in Branson, and and he was working for a show. Which well, probably, welcome to Branson. <laughs> probably didn't cancel because shows didn't cancel. It's first. winter. There are no shows. Well, okay, you're right. But I was working at the hospital. Here? You were yeah, at Cox here? Okay. I was here at Skaggs at the time. Yeah, Skaggs, that's right. But I remember, because Branson, you have to remember... Not so much now, still a little bit now, but more back then. Branson completely shut down in the winter. Yeah. Hotels closed, restaurants closed, but people in, like, we only lost power for a little while. Our power was up and running. We didn't really use power at all. We did for a little while because I remember There was nothing here. I mean, we, we didn't. We didn't. didn't I swear, we lost power for a little bit because I remember it wasn't bundling from the, the ice kids storm. up. I mean, if you did. Well, anyway, anyway. but I had many, no many coworkers that lived in Springfield. Yes. And they were having to come here and rent hotels. And hotels were actually opening back up. Yeah. Because they were closed for the winter, but they had to open back up to let Springfield residents come stay where there was power. I remember. And our families in Oklahoma were, what, nine days without power, which was not much compared to people in Springfield. My mom there and were dad people were that 10 were, days. Yeah, there were people that were a couple weeks without power. I remember my mom and dad had a generator... And it was enough power to run a heater and a lamp and the TV in the living room. So they just lived out of the living room. But See, my parents didn't, but they they have a gas, heat, and a fireplace. So they were good. So, but yeah, they were, I have pictures. I'm going to make like a, what, there's a word I'm looking for, like a docu-series, not docu-series. I have like Montage. 70 pictures. Yeah, I have seventy pictures I of the whole event, and I want to make it into a movie. Just and seeing the trees because I know how to do Adobe Pro now. So. But I remember, like, <laughs> on our way to Oklahoma for months after that, probably oh my a couple gosh. of years, the trees all broke off. Like, yeah. there were no trees. It's like, like it's like the Joplin tornado. I just wiped. You could see, yeah, yeah. you could see where the ice had been because the Here's trees were dead down. and broke off. Yeah, okay. Here's how the night went down. Probably I don't the same remember. Night you were at the Springfield Little Theater, right? Uh, I want to say it was a Saturday. I could be wrong, but uh, um, I it out. was raining, <laughs> and the temperature was thirty-four degrees in Branson. In Branson, okay. So we were just getting so. Rain. I would say the freezing line was around Ozark, probably. Okay, north, and it was raining, and uh, I thought, well, there's a chance that freezing line could come down. But you know, as a weather guy, I feel left out. During a weather event that doesn't affect me, that just leaves exactly. me out by a few exactly. miles. So I was kind of upset. I didn't want to be in Even that though event. you don't want to be in an ice storm because we have beautiful trees here. We don't want to be beautiful in Beautiful trees. I didn't want to freeze to death. For two weeks, you know. But so what we did was we went to Applebee's and had dinner. <laughs> okay. We, we did? We did. As in me and you? And the kids. Okay. And Say so. uh we were watching TV, and Ron Hurst was on TV uh-huh. talking about the ice storms and the power outages starting to occur all over Springfield. That night. That night. With me on the we road were, on National. While we were at Applebee's. <laughs> Before we knew you. Yeah, right, right. But it was not even a heavy rain. It was more of a heavy drizzle. But it was... Not in Springfield. That temperature was <laughs> bottomed out here at 34 and didn't go any further down. That's the weird thing. Yeah. So. Like that Branson bubble. It must have been 31 because li- literally, like I was saying, I was approaching Battlefield and limbs were starting to crash. And I it, I would stop at the stoplight and I would look in the distance. Like to my, I re- remember this vividly to my left. 
which with, I was going south, so it would be towards maybe Glenso. I don't know. But green flashes going on. And I was just kidding. Power flashes. Yeah. And I was just saying, please let me get home. Please let me get you home. You should have been probably one of the only people on the road. Oh, no, no. There were tons of people on the road. But I got on Battlefield, and that's what I was thinking. It's like, everybody's on the road, so that's going to help stir Keep up the road everything. warm. I went to Battlefield, and I went to Glenstone to go home. Now, I got to say, once I got to Ozark... Smooth sailing. Smooth. Because we I was got done. nothing. I was out. I was out. So I was uh, working on... I, I, I still worked in the off-season every now and then. Yeah. And I hooked my computer up to get alerts from the National Weather Service. And one of their alerts was two days before this happened was that a significant ice storm was possible for okay. the Springfield area. So they were kind of hinting that then. But only two days out. So it makes me question why the Little Theater had an event that night. <laughs> Well, it was actually remembrance of, of Mick Denniston. Is it, that's all it was, and they, they had oh, had that. Uh, Mick Denniston was monumental a director and uh, production guy at Springfield Theater, and he had passed. And this was their little thing. It wasn't like a show. Oh, okay. It was kind of like a. a side I remember thing a coworker at the time. And remember, I'm new to Branson, so I mean, but this particular coworker lived in Springfield, and she was a single mom, and she had two kids, and one of them was a new baby. And I remember when she finally, like, she lived in her house for a couple of days, but she goes, our toilet water froze, and she had her kids bundled up in snowsuits, sitting on the couch. Wow. Couldn't watch TV or anything. Well, no you know, power, power yeah. was out. And she finally was like, that's it. I'm done. We're going to Branson. I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're going to get there. I, I don't know if she didn't have a safe car or what. Like, she called a friend and was like, get us out of here. Like, and yeah. I remember people saying the water in their toilets were frozen. So it was, I mean, it wasn't finally, like devastatingly cold, but it was below freezing. It was so, enough to keep everything. There yeah. was no power. So, yeah, oh I remember her gosh. saying when the toilet water froze, she had had enough. And she's like, we're out of here. She packed up her kids, came to Branson, got a hotel and stayed from. And I yeah, know that he had co-workers that were staying in hotels oh, yeah. in Branson. A lot of crew members from the Yakov Theater lived in Springfield. Oh, so right. They, they yeah. come and stay at the. Uh, I remember. uh Larry, uh, That's the our one sound I guy. Was Larry? He w- he stayed at the. I don't even know if it's still there. Probably not. Probably not. It was one of the little <laughs> the little Dallas. Okay, a little <laughs> Dallas. One of the tiny little hotels yeah, yeah, downtown. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Kind of across from Grand Country, a little Dallas motel had a boot or a cowboy hat on I the sun. I, I don't remember familiar. at all. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Now the now like wow. now Cox empl- or Skaggs at the time employees. Yeah could get hotels right there near the hospital for $25 a night. It's like the Best Western. There's, it's just right up the road. I don't even remember. There was two or three right there near the hospital okay, about that we could was, get yeah. for $25 a night Perfect. because they knew that was our snow rate. Yeah. If you needed to work and you couldn't drive. Then Yakov just got us a hotel room. Not I that remember time, but Yakov another there could. Was, there <laughs> was another they, time that he had to get you guys rooms because they couldn't the whole, get out of the, the parking lot. The whole theater lot. just went across the street and got a, <laughs> yeah, right. and got a room. He, he paid for dinner oh, for right, everybody. Oh, that's right, because that was a hotel. Everybody. It was the best be Western. Yeah. yeah, and then they tore it down and went country tonight, and then right. they tore it down. Now it's it's Mercy. Or right. <laughs> that, that's why. Well, I wasn't too worried about my parents 
because they, I mean, like I said, they had gas heat, they had a fireplace, they had a grill outside, propane, so they, they could cook their stuff or whatever. The fireplace so, is the key on yeah. some of that. I yeah. Know. An actual Whether it be fireplace, gas or wood, not a... Yeah, so I, I wasn't worried, you know, about heat. They weren't going to freeze, they were fine. The problem was... They had a well. They still have a well. My mother still has a well. It's powered by electricity. So they were running out of water. And I remember, I've said this a few times on different podcasts, the one thing that will never, ever leave my head is I was talking to my dad, and he said, son, we need help. I will never forget that. And I'm like, what do you need? He said, we don't have water. So I went to the IGA, which now is like, a dollar store or general or whatever, I got like eight to 10 gallons of water. It's amazing they had it. Well, yeah, because it's Branson. There was nothing happening here. I mean, everything was oh, here. This Brent, the one downtown. Yeah, yeah. downtown. Okay, yeah, you. it was just fine. I, I just loaded my car with water and I went to Springfield and that's when I started seeing where the temperature change was. It was abrupt. Oh, yeah. There it, was a distinct line. Yeah, it, it was before. I mean, if any, uh, you could, there was a distinct line of where the frozen trees started. I had started, pictures. I where had the pictures. broken trees started, <laughs> and then when you got into those arcs where everything was fine. Yeah, you, you, you just go up there. It's like, oh, here's trees. Oh, here's trees. And all of a sudden, here's this white. And that's where that line. And it stayed. It was like, oh, my gosh. This was the most. The trees most... didn't have tops. No. For a long time. <laughs> it was they were They were trunks with broken branches. Yeah. There were no tops well, to the Well, and here's trees. the thing. My parents live north of the city limits, so they got it even worse. Yeah. I went, they, they're just north of basically um, uh, the Greenlawn Cemetery north, and the fence. I've got some pictures of the fence where you see ice like an inch and a half. How did your mom and dad, like it what did your mom insane. and dad and your grandma do? Because my parents had a generator. And I remember it was a fluke that they had, they had it. Because, oh, they had a fireplace? Oh, they're good. Well, I remember my dad, I swear it was like one of those after Christmas sales or Black Friday sales, something where generators went dirt oh, cheap. yeah, yeah, yeah. And out of the blue, he decided to buy a generator. Smart guy. Like, they didn't <laughs> have one. Guy. And yeah, I mean, like, they were on sale, and he's a farmer. So, yeah. you know, Ace Hardware somewhere probably ran a sale, and he's like, eh. I'm going to get a generator. I'm going to get one. <laughs> you just never know. Right. And yeah, I mean, they would not have made it wow. without it. Because like I said, he said it was just, it was a small generator, mm-hmm. but it was enough power that yeah, they just could, to get stuff they going. camped out in the living room and it ran a lamp, a heater, and the TV. So they were fine. So they were I mean, warm enough. I put it in quotes. They, they, they could watch TV and, and he, you know, wow. he has a farm, so... He right. had to go out and break ice in all the horse or cow. Oh, yeah, because they have to eat or drink. They yeah. have to drink. So all the horse troughs freeze over. What you doing, Corey? He's pulling up pictures. 1.5 inches of ice in Springfield. One. That's what I was saying. And okay, wait yeah, a minute. Inch- Tell me, like, yeah. how much ice does it take to knock power oh, that, out? Oh, that, that's, my, that's my photo. Right. But what's the number? How much ice does it take to knock out power? Not much. Oh, a half an inch. Right. Yeah. This is one and a half inches. I know, which was devastating. Yeah, I think we we have that. And I remember Mm -hmm. on one of my drives home from work or to work or something, Mm -hmm. I remember seeing the power trucks from from around the area that were just coming in to help Springfield try to get power back. Like power trucks from all All over over the the area. We helped Joplin. I think Joplin was here. Yeah, everybody. Well, no, Joplin hadn't happened yet. 
But, but we had people from there, all over. I just remember there was one parking lot that was, because they were staying here, because we had yes. power. So the hotels is where they were staying in Branson. And then they were going every day trying to get power. But I remember stopping at Country Mart or something on my way home one night, and the parking lot was just full. I mean, wow. I, I'm talking 100 power trucks yeah. in the parking I, lot. <laughs> yeah. Because they were stopping for dinner and for hotel and stuff, and they had all been in Springfield working all day trying That's to get insane. power back. Insane. That's insane. But it was so, like, yeah, that was our first winter in Branson. Yeah, and and this is we, we got to stress too, and everybody should know by now. This was a very unusual, not the odd norm. event. We haven't seen it since. No, well, the, everything's warming but up. It happens. It happens, right? And it can happen again. And it's due to happen again soon. I mean, it's. Been 15 years. I well, I almost I felt like we were going to get it last year when we started getting all those negative temps. That was weird. And snow, but see, I that was, was like, odd too. It, right. But the good thing is, it we got snow instead of ice. Right. But, but see, an ice storm will form when the temperature is just below freezing. This was like 40 degrees below freezing. Yeah, there was no this chance was, of that falling. There was no precipitation. <laughs> it was too cold. I mean, as snow as water. But I, I do need to back up and say, I mean, looking at the GFS and, and some models saying where this storm is going that's supposed to come in on the weekend, it's supposed to go down into Arkansas, take a, a left turn, and then go to the Carolinas and go up the East Coast. Now, once that happens, I saw this on the Weather Channel, that the Carolinas could get a major yeah. ice storm. Have have. Never mind. No, what? Do we have a name for this storm yet? Don't. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Don't start. Don't start. Do Wait they a name winter storms? No. I was going to say, I've never Moving known the name Wait, winter uh, storms. Don't get they me started. The ice storms. storm of 2007 well, well, is what no, I remember. No, the winter, no, they didn't name it back then. No, it's a weather channel. It, it's a it's a marketing. I do remember point. I was pregnant with our third child. You should mm-hmm. have named it like Frida or something. Like that's what the last winter storm was named. Well, it was a boy, so... Who cares? No. It's the Weather Channel. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's odd to name him Frida. Uh, okay. Darren, what do you think about the name Frida? <laughs> we'll call you Fred, it but really it's Frida. It didn't start with G, so it wouldn't work. Uh, so, in other news, the next thing... And uh, I, I brought this to Corey's attention because I don't think he, he uh, was really aware of this. There's not a drought, but... <laughs> yeah, but, but a it's drought. Been, it's been... <laughs> we've not been... Uh, non or drought free in this state for a long for for a few months. That, that's true. So that is true. And that's just a wide area that's abnormally dry, which I believe. But it's a huge area. It though. is. What is it from like uh, Kansas City to <coughs> Hannibal or Kirksville? Yeah, and then, and then you have that little area of St. Louis that's in a moderate. That's drought. in a moderate drought. Yeah. That I see. I didn't even think about. It. I was just looking it's at our website. Think of a drought in the our winter. website, which is stormdarweather at no stormdarweather dot com. Um, I couldn't hardly say that. <laughs> but yeah, they have like the drought monitor down there, and I looked at it. I was like, really? So you got anything else, Corey? For in the I news? I do, and it's alarming. Uh oh, alarming. Oh no! If you're, uh, I don't have an alarm. If you're, if you're keeping <laughs> track of climate change, what I have uh-oh, uh-oh. should. Should bother you. Okay. We, we should should, bother me we or do. alarm me? Be prepared to be bothered. Oh, I'm bothered yeah, daily. Yeah, be, <laughs> you bother well, me all the time. Well, be prepared you know, to be bothered extreme more. Extreme weather uh, wreaked havoc across the globe in 2021. Right. Yeah. But Everything wreaked havoc across the globe in 2021. change 
happened in uh, the far northern Arctic. I'm very bothered by the Arctic. Okay, but but it could affect us. So, what's up? Well, it could affect the globe. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's a clear sign of how the climate climate crisis is altering global weather. Mm. Now, what do you do? You have an an idea of what I'm talking about here? It got glaciers above, is the only thing I it can got think above of. Freezing and glaciers start melting. Let's just say this: in northern Alaska, <coughs> or in the and and north from there, Arctic. Utiadvik and North. Utiadvik. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They reported seven thousand two hundred seventy-eight. Anybody? Anybody? Geese. Lightning <laughs> strikes. Lightning what? strikes. What? In what time frame? And that was north of eighty degrees latitude, and that's twice as many strikes as the previous nine years combined. Okay, okay hold up, hold up, hold so up. So they don't get lightning in Alaska? You're up towards the North Pole. Why would you get lightning? I mean, we have snow thunder here. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but we're like like 30 degrees north, where it's like, or 40, I, gotcha, I don't know. 2021 doubled the amount of lightning strikes in, in the previous nine, nine years combined. What does that I don't do like for that. us? Well, how does it, that affect me? It means it's, everything's warming. I mean, I know that, but I'm like, okay, does that, what, does that what directly happens, affect me in Missouri? What yeah. What happens with lightning? Tell me, why does lightning occur? Electricity. It's an it's an energetic storm that's associated with what? Unstable atmosphere. Right. With unstable atmosphere, you have to have uh, warm and moist air. Right. In the Arctic. See, that's what's not right. That's why they primarily occur... Here. In the tropics and here. And here. Sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I don't like that. I'm going to show you a graph, and I know podcast link, you can't see it. <laughs> of course not. This is from 2012 to 2021. <coughs> this is the uh, lightning strikes above 80 degrees north, and it's unbelievable. Basically goes from a flat line to a huge <laughs> Oh, my peak, gosh. Peak it, it, it's a line graph, and it yeah, just yeah. takes off in 2001. It's just soars. Shoots straight up. 7,000. That's Seven thousand two hundred seventy-eight. Okay, because if if the if warmth is going up there, number one, it's going to create lightning and thunder and thunderstorms, and number two, it's going to melt the the any ice pack that we have, which is going to raise thing, and we all will, we will we're all going to die. Chris Vagus guy. We're not going to die. Okay, good. Or, what was that mean? <laughs> Try that again. Corey's a meteorologist, <laughs> and he's also that. a lightning applications manager. Uh, what kind of job is that? Yeah, exactly. He says a warming a planet is changing manager. up the Arctic's environment for more lightning to occur. Yeah. We're seeing more lightning and thunderstorms developing over Siberia than moving out over the Arctic Ocean. And continuing very far north. Now, wait. You said Siberia, not Sahara. Siberia is cold. Siberia is tundra and snow. Yes. I've never heard of lightning in Siberia. I have never heard of that. You heard it first here on Storm Dark Weather Podcast. Storm Dark Weather. But, you know, it's 2022. Anything goes. That's what we said in 2020. I, but <laughs> in 2021. Like, literally, 2021 was like, hold my beer. I know. 2022, like, I don't even want like, you know what? Just everybody sit down and be no, quiet. I don't. People don't think, oh, lightning in the Arctic, that's not going to affect affect us whatsoever. Okay. 
That's just... uh, It's an indication. It's an indicator of what's happening to our globe. And that is ungood. Because what's happening is, 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 is lightning occurring in the Arctic. What's happening is... Tropical systems going from a tropical storm to a category five in twenty four hours. Yeah, which is and called who, what? Don't ask. Me. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Bombogenesis. It's bombogenesis. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know that? That's the only word I ask you. <laughs> and what's that doing for us? I'm just going to start handering, answering bombogenesis. We may bombogenesis. not think it's doing anything for us here in Branson, but right. But, but it's, it's affecting us too. It is definitely affecting us. You know, Eventually, it not like maybe immediately, but like, yeah, it's going to trickle down. Now, even though, I mean, going on that vein, even though 2020, we never really got to 100, of course, our weather station. But the overall average temperature was higher. So we are, each year, Slowly we're getting warmer increasing. and warmer and warmer. Globally, we're getting warmer and warmer. And I heard something, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I thought I heard somewhere that we, last year, 2021, was the fifth warmest on record. The, uh, well, I'll tell you this. Okay, what? Oceans were the warmest on record last year in 2021 for the third year year in a row that's why they were saying it was going to be an explosive hurricane season but it petered out all of a sudden it just stopped which is weird but yeah no remember they were saying it's going to be like like 2020 it's going to be explosive in 20 and well you have lightning over the arctic ocean in 2021 what are you going to have 75 years from now over the arctic ocean a tropical system the loch ness monster yeah yeah i know it's going to be anything goes 75 years oh god i won't be here well (laughs) well it'll be before then the way things are progressing we are everything is speeding up we've got to do something about this climate change and people are trying but we're not trying hard enough you know Uh, think about with weather right unless it affects them that person individually they don't care they don't see it right until it's too late which is right. we are rapidly getting there they're not looking at the globe no you know as a whole no and that that's what we keep saying uh, the, the climate uh acknowledgers not what's the opposite of deniers <laughs> i guess acknowledgers would be <laughs> the people that are trying to save the, the climate the proponents the proponents yes we are trying to Get it out there, but you're exactly right because, like, oh well, we didn't reach a hundred, or it's going to snow, so there's not global warming. Let's leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll leave it that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bow out of this conversation. Yes, we don't know. So no, that's very fascinating. I I that's weird. Seven thousand strikes above eighty degrees. Ninety degrees is top. That's yeah. the North Pole. Right. That's unheard of, Corey. That's a lot of strikes. But 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 the numbers got me because that's more than double of the previous nine years combined. Combined. That's eight years. They never got to seven thousand strikes in that entire eight years. They didn't even get to They didn't even get to seven hundred per year. Right. Now, so we, now all of a sudden we I'm I'm curious to see what's happening next year. Yeah, I mean, same same. <sighs> I don't know. Well, there's your 200th episode in other news. So <laughs> it's been very wintry. It is. All right. Is that all you got? Uh, yes, I'll save the rest for uh, another time. Oh yeah. Well, we need some more in other because I keep running out of other news. All right, so it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get 
Imagine McCated in Shara's Fun Facts. You still didn't video me. I was I was over oh, here I'm sorry. doing my dance, and you didn't video me because I, I was forgot. hoping you were going to video me. Sorry. You got to warn me. I ain't going to warn you. <laughs> All <I'm>... right. <laughs> so it's time for the next segment, which is Shara's Fun Facts, and I'm sure you've got... Facts. I have a couple. <laughs> okay, that's a couple's fine. But I want to start with a shout out. Okay. As you know, I, I follow a couple TikTok people. Yeah. I follow the lady in Alaska because she's very interesting, but I found a new one this past week or so. Oh, how fun. Um, her name is Youper Janet. Uh huh. Um, she is a new transplant. She was from Texas and she moved to Minnesota. Okay, that's so a change. That's a pretty good change. Even if I moved to Minnesota, <laughs> that would be a big change. Okay, so she's, they've been having negative temperatures this past week. Okay. And she's been enjoying it thoroughly. Um, people were telling her things she needs to freeze. Okay, so she's made many videos where she froze an egg. Like, she broke an egg and it froze, like, falling. Um, no. She froze spaghetti. We're talking, like, plate of spaghetti on a fork midair. Um, so then she froze all of her family's jeans to where they stood up like they oh, were Oh, I've seen that. Right, 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 right. And then in the last day or so, she froze her hair. She wet her hair down. No, went outside no, and froze it. are you kidding? She's hilarious, and I love her. And um, she actually commented on one of... I commented on one of her posts, and she answered me back. Oh, how cool. And she... <laughs> She wanted to know what our podcast was called. Oh, really? And I'm like, you need to be on our podcast. Oh, I would love to have her. Because I would love... So it was funny, though, because she went outside today and did a dance in shorts and a t-shirt because it reached 34. Oh, my gosh. She was like, heat wave, <laughs> you know, because it had been like negative 20s, negative 30s. It had been super cold outside. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we need to get her on the podcast. We'll do a phone or sometime. That'd she, be great. She answered me, and she's like, I would love to. I'm like, we will do a call. Really? And yeah, she's awesome. Oh, let's do it. Let's but people are like, why do you live in these cold, you know, like, why Minnesota? She's like, well, my husband is a hockey coach. It's like, ah, okay, I get it. Okay, there you go. All right. So anyway, I only have a couple fun facts. Okay, that's fine. Because um, I kind of wanted to stick to this wintry theme that yes. we've got going yes. here. Mm -hmm. So I pulled up a couple of the winter facts that I don't know if I've used them or not before. If I have, you know, just forget that you've heard them. Yeah, it's, it's all new. It's all new. I okay. was literally going through these going, have you heard this one? I was asking Corey. He's like, I don't remember that one. I'm like, okay, cool. The main thing is if I didn't, did I do it last week? Did I do this uh, right last week? <laughs> I know. That's why I, keep, I have to go and check my previous, you know, outlines like, and I stuff. Did I just do this one? Because <laughs> I read so many. I forget that I've, if I, have I just read this or have I done it? You know, <laughs> is it familiar because I've read it or is it familiar because I've actually done it? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, plenty of animals tuck away food for the winter, including red squirrels, who prepare a particularly unique snack to enjoy when the temperature drops. Not just nuts. Along with storing seeds and nuts, the culinary-inclined critters dry out mushrooms in trees to make... Uh, what National Geographic describes as handmade artisanal conifer dried mushroom jerky. Okay, I don't see that in the Betty Crocker cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> mushroom jerky. Mushroom jerky. So if you want mushroom jerky, you're going to need to find you a red squirrel and ask him for his recipe. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, hey. And that's not half bad. Back in the 1970s, 
lift operators in the ski resort town of Angel Fire, New Mexico, used to slide down the slopes on their shovels instead of walking all the way to the bottom of the snowy hills. Makes sense. Who wants to walk down the snowy hills? Exactly. This sparked competitions that were the beginning of shovel racing, which is now a popular winter sport. Did you know about shovel, shovel racing? racing? I have shovel never racing. heard of Google shovel it racing. because the pictures and the videos are quite entertaining. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Speed is the name of the game. In 2012, Angel Fire resident Chad Denny set a new record in the men's division. He made it down the 1,000-foot course in 13.5 seconds with a radar gun clocking his speed at 73.64 miles per Whoa. hour. Whoa. That's almost hurricane strength. Yikes. 74 is hurricane. 74. Even kids as young as six get in on the action and have sometimes been uh, recorded at top speeds of 44 miles per hour. <laughs> Can you imagine your child? Uh, picture they're on a shovel, not a sled. A shovel, right? They're on a snow shovel, so they're holding. <laughs> they're sitting in the shovel part and they're holding onto the handle in front of them. I could believe that. I mean, oddly, Flying I can believe hills. that. Yes. So yeah, I mean. Oh my god! I'm just saying. Google the videos. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Will not be disappointed. Okay. <laughs> Building a snowman is a classic winter activity, but the residents living in Bethel, Maine, took the tradition to extreme in February 2008 when they spent a month building a Guinness World Record-setting snow person, who was, in fact, a snow woman named Olympia. 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 The frigid figure was made up to 13 million pounds of snow no 13 way. million pounds of snow that's a lot featured eyelashes that were made from eight pairs of skis <laughs> no way an eight foot long nose made from chicken wire and painted cheesecloth lips made from five red car tires <laughs> and arms made from two 30 foot tall spruce trees Oh, my God. Olympia was also decorated with three giant truck tires as buttons, a 130-foot scarf, a (laughs) 48-foot wide fleece hat, and a snowflake pendant that was six and a half feet wide. (laughs) In total, the impressive snow woman's height measured just over 122 feet, which is just a few feet shorter than the Statue of Liberty. Wow. That's you can Google pictures of that too. Olympia is quite the sight to see. That's huge. Took them a well, while. Well, 13 what did you say? 13 million? 13 million pounds of snow. Wow. That's incredible. It, it took them it took them a few weeks to build her. Oh, I'm sure it did. But, you know, up in Maine they get snow 13 all the time, million. So. Hello. Yeah. Well, some people prefer sunny summer days. The awesome aspects of autumn. Or the beautiful bloom of spring. There is a small number of Americans, about 7%, that say winter is in fact their favorite season. According to 2013 data, overall Westerners were most likely to love winter, with 14% preferring the coldest season of all. Now, I like winter... You want to sled. I know you. I love to sled. And if I'm indoors enjoying a fire, 
Like, Where you're nice and cozy. There's nothing better than a cold day outside, especially a snowy cold day like we had last week. And a fire going. That's my favorite. All right. I don't want to be out in the cold. Right. Um, that particular day, we had our groceries delivered to our door. Perfect. Fire going, snow outside, groceries delivered right to the door. You're done. You can't Good. ask for anything better than that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't want to be out in it. If it, if it's, I got to pick my temperature, I'm going to be like, yeah, I totally want summer. Well, see, that, that's why I was so happy when while the snow was happening. It's like I don't have to get out. Well, I went to the, the store. Thing, I'm in. We yeah. had nowhere to go. They canceled school. Right. Our groceries were delivered. You still had electricity. We had power. Yeah. We had nowhere to go. So why not bring on the snow? The, exactly. <laughs> on January 31st, 2016. 7,681 people faced off in the largest snowball fight ever on record. Let's see how badly I can screw this up. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Mm -hmm. Good. The event was a send-off celebration for the Canadian team bound for Japan. Um, they were going to a world championship for professional snowball fighting. I did not know professional snowball fighting. That was an actual sport. Was a sport. Oh, my God. But apparently it is. So 7,681 people. Largest snowball fight ever on record. <laughs> Imagine being in a snowball fight with almost 8,000 people. No, like, I w- nobody. I'll wins. stay inside with the fireplace. You know, and nobody's going to win that fight. No, 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 no. Imagine eight thousand people throwing snowballs all at once. That's just nuts. All right, last one. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays, it's a commonly known fact that some birds, most birds, fly to warmer climates for the winter in order to escape the frigid temperatures. However, did you know? Up until the 19th century, some people, including Aristotle, believed that birds spent the cold season in hibernation at the bottom of the sea. I'm not sure how he thought they got there, how they survived, whatever. That doesn't make sense. Still, others (laughs) believed that they took a much farther trip and flew to the moon for winter. They actually believed the birds flew to the moon and hung out. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god but i'm like come on aristotle the bottom of the sea they like suddenly become fish breathe underwater well you know you know you never know there's lightning strikes on the 80th parallel so it's like, i'm like at what point did we realize they're just flying south <laughs> hey it rained fish last week okay right <laughs> but it's 2022 i know anything no, but... is possible <laughs> We're in the middle of a world pandemic. I'm still pandemic. trying to think 13 million pounds of snow. That's that's what I'm trying to, to think. That's a lot of snow. That's that's a lot. Yes, so I'm Corey. sitting here looking at my pictures from the past uh, few years. Oh. This week. That happened this week. And okay. this week. The state on in history. January <laughs> yeah. 10th. It's two days ago, basically. Yeah. But in 2020, our, we set a record. Not necessarily an official record, but since we've had our website, mm-hmm. that was the most advisories we have had on our website at any one giving time. And this was a Friday, and I'll show you, Randy, and I'll kind of read it off it. Okay. At the same time, 
Concurrently, we had a severe thunderstorm warning, a no. flash flood warning, a tornado watch, a flash flood watch, and a winter weather advisory all going on at the same time. Oh, my God. Now, this is for Southwest Missouri? This is for Branson. For Branson? Yeah. I remember that. Why it, didn't they just throw a tsunami like, well. <laughs> or a hurricane watch? The whole thing took up the entire website with all the advisory we had going I mean, on. I the, mean, Corey literally showed me the graph, yeah, the, what they as a screenshot. It's like eight different things going on at the same time. I remember that. Tornado remember watch, that severe thunderstorm yep. warning. Yep. So we were under a, a severe thunderstorm was going through Branson at this time, two years ago. This was basically. January 10th, 2020. Wow. So, I'm guessing the temperature, a cold front must have been coming through because as soon as that warning went through, a winter weather advisory went to Bam, effect. Bam, it just kicked it right. Yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah. Because, and, you know, and people think, you know, why would you have a tornado watch or severe thunderstorm warning in the winter? Well, it has to do with the dynamics. If you have the dynamics far enough apart... It, you can but get I don't that remember having a tornado watch and winter weather advisory together except for that day. I, I don't. Hmm. Fun two, times. Two, let's see, two years ago. What was I doing two years ago? I don't remember. I don't know what remember what I was doing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. With my mother, I, I was uh, uh, saw her today. This weather is crazy, Corey. <laughs> this weather is absolutely crazy. Um, any updates on the uh, NAM or anything? Uh, well, let's take a gander. Yeah, right. Shara stepped aside for a second, but she she's, disappeared. She's going to, but it, it's, she's going to have to give us the weather word of the week. So um, when she gets back, then. Uh, well, the GFS oh, wait. is still th- initializing. So. Who are we talking about? Oh, we're, we're talking about uh, lightning and the. Th- what'd you say, Corey? Did somebody leave the table? Yeah. Yeah, you disappeared. I didn't know where you went. Well, Shara likes my house. She likes like walking around my house. I had house. to potty. Yeah, there, there you uh, go. <laughs> hey, it's 200th episode. Let's just, let's just go for it. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's time for the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's time for the Storm Dry Weather, weather word of the week. And of course, Shara's back so she can let us know what the wonderful 200th episode <laughs> Weather word of the week. We all just killing time while I was in the potty. Pretty much. <laughs> Corey sounded like he was on a roll, so I thought I had a. Minute. Well, yeah, the, the cool thing I about thought, Corey, you know what? Though, He's got this. I'm going to be gone for just a second. No, and that's fine because I can always count on Corey right? to come up with stuff, which is so Corey, cool. Count on Corey to fill the time. Yes, that's it. Okay, so what is this week's storm dark weather weather word of the week? Vapor deficit. Ooh. Got this one in the bag. In the bag. It's not really hard. So anyway, what is a vapor deficit? I haven't read the definition, so we'll see. Good. The number of millibars a parcel of air must rise in order to achieve saturation. Air that has a low dew point depression near saturation will have a low vapor deficit. Air with a low RH will have a high vapor deficit. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? No idea what I just read. Okay. Well, here, let me do some splaining. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Explain so, it to me. Okay, so dew point is a measure is a is a temperature measure of how much moisture is in the atmosphere. Got that. So if you have the air temperature at 58 degrees and the relative humidity is really high, the dew point 
may be 56 degrees. Well, the vapor deficit is 2 degrees. Does that make sense? The, the deficit of... The difference between them. The difference between. But what the vapor deficit does is takes that parcel of air into the millibar range. So, it, so a vapor deficit between 500 millibars and 700 millibars would be a 200 millibar de- vapor deficit. It gotcha. gets into really like the weeds. That's but a lot of math, but I got gotcha. you. Well, see, I try to explain things. No, that, I totally understood it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so let's uh, let's get ready to wrap this thing up. So, Corey, what you got? You got? What are you thinking? What are you thinking now? I'm thinking uh, the Springfield National Weather Service better fix their radar. Oh, that's right. It's down. Yes, it's down. Did we it's talk been about that already? For a couple of days. That's right. We did talk about nuts. that. We haven't <laughs> talked about it on they the have podcast. No oh, radar. Okay. <laughs> Local radar is down. Yeah, for well, two days now, and they are losing their mind. Well, what happened? And correct me if I'm wrong. I think they were upgrading their software or something to twenty point one, and then something like the azimuth uh, power generator or something crashed. They broke it or something. <laughs> So, yeah. Something happened, and so now that's broken. So now they have to upgrade, and they have to fix Apparently it. Apparently, the part was supposed to come in the day. Okay. I don't know if they Amazon that or what. but <laughs> Because I had an Amazon order coming in a day, and it's not here. Hmm. I sent Corey a thing. It says, it'll be here by 8 p.m. today. And then at 8.01, it says, it may not be so here So far, today. we're caught up on packages. We've received everything we're well, supposed Steve to. Well, Steve Reynolds may be having the same problem. Oh, you think you so? You are. Because Maybe his Amazon package got lost. <laughs> it's still not online. No. So, well, uh, let, let's hope it's online by Friday. That gives them two more days. Well, I hope so. I hope so before the big snow event. Because sometimes well, fixing something will break something else, kind of like this. That's what Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping we actually have a snow event. Well, I, I think we're going to have some snow event. I, told I don't Corey think he it's going to be went huge. I think we're going to have a lot of disappointed folks. I told yeah. Corey the other day he should have went and bought sleds. I'm like, go buy sleds <laughs> now. <laughs> that would have just well, cemented the deal. That would have sealed the no deal snow. that we would that, not give snow. That's true. But that's I at true. least want to be prepared. Yeah. I'm like, go buy the sleds we have, now. We have we have the rafts that we, we do, used last year. We do, but we popped a lot of rafts last year. Yeah. Well, well because where we sledded, there was a lot of rocks, but you couldn't see them. Well, right, but you had enough snow. Well, you well, didn't. You, you popped, you? sled didn't you? down, and then when you got to the bottom, <laughs> you hit rocks, and they all popped. That's fun. I, we went through a lot yes. of rafts. Let me just say that. <laughs> I love Thankfully, it. Thankfully, we took like 10, but I think we left with like two. Well, it's something we said, I've been saying ever since this show started, the storm has not moved on shore yet. Once this thing moves on shore and then we can analyze we can it, better. you know what? It could be a complete 100% bust. It or, could. And I've seen that happen in Branson. Or we could get snow or again. we could get twice the amount we're <laughs> we supposed to. We could get 15 to. inches of snow. We just don't know. And that's it why... It literally can go either well, way And that's town. why we have... Uh, I have really not pushed... Snowfall amounts because we don't know yet, and people keep DMing us and they ask us how much snow we're going to get. It's like we don't. There's no, no way, way to, to know. know right now. There's just no way to know. Now it's Wednesday night. We will know a lot more tomorrow. We will know a lot more from that on oh, Friday. A lot more on Friday. So the thing is, just keep watching our web, not our website, but our Facebook page and our website and stuff. And we're so. not hyping anything. No. That's why this we're saying that. This is literally what the models are saying. We're not 
predicting anything. No, exactly. We are. We're not saying using anything. the information given to us that we have so far. Right. We'll tell which you more will on Friday. Improve, but and it will be tweaked and it will change. When it comes to winter weather, you can't predict the future. No, and that's the the prime thing with the weather school because it's like you know you can't do anything. So anyway, well, you got anything else to add, Corey? Whoops. I think I'm good. You think you got anything else to add, Shara? I'm fresh out of information. Fresh out of things. Well. I think it's time probably to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time for our 200th episode. Wait. Yay! So, woo! So, join us next week for the next edition <laughs> of the Stormdrive Weather Podcast, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Here. Oh, my gosh. Here. Oh, my gosh. Dying. <laughs> Did you have goats? He had goats again. Corey had goats. Mine oh sounds my like it's God. a dying thing. 